Mr. Ewing is still with us, the principal also with us, Superintendent Ed Fletcher and Monmouth Police Chief Joe Schweitzer. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hi, Vanessa. Good morning. Good to have you here. First, real quick, Mr. Fletcher, it was very nice uh, to see another uh, program of the month and the EL program. You wanted to make a few comments regarding that. Yeah, uh, Mammoth Roseville is very unique for a rural community in, in, with regards to the number of our, our, our percentage of student population that are ELs. I mean, you really don't find this. Uh, maybe Kiwani, Beardstown, and then the rest is in the Chicagoland area. So we're, we're, we're very unique in that aspect. Okay, and the percentage of total students in the EL program is 33%? Our, of our, yeah, our student population is oh. made up of 33% either English learners or former English learners. Okay, all right. Thank you for sharing that. Mr. Ewing, the floor is yours. You brought your two guests with you to talk about a very important event that you would like everyone, regardless of what school they go to, to be aware of to attend an event. Sure. And I think Chief Schweitzer found this uh, training in Macomb uh, last spring, and he he went down with Emily Adolfson and Brady Stromquist, and then Mr. Fletcher and Mr. Sikorsky and I went up to Moline for the Be Sure Consulting training that Rich Wistocki provides. And basically, it's all things cyber. Um, It's the training is more geared is geared more towards uh, law enforcement, but but they want administrative people to come in too, school administration, to kind of see how they operate and what they need. So if, if something a threat happens on social media, we can get it to Chief Schweitzer and his crew, and then they can take it th- from there. So I don't know if, if Joe wants to add anything to that. Yeah, it just uh, it provides the the school uh, administrators with the information, uh, you know, uh, what can be done when when uh, there's a, a cyber incident, whether it be bullying, whether it be swatting, swatting or, or some other uh, type of uh, cyber incident, um, it, it gives the administrators the ability to, they know what they need to get, they know what they need to do. And uh, of course, my investigative section, uh, you know, they've been aware of this information for quite a while now. Uh, but we work as a team because there's a lot of things that uh, the school uh, can do on their end and uh, help my people out on the investigative side. Yeah, you've been working behind the scenes in training um, your your team, your, your staff, uh, to be able to be prepared for any type of cyber incident. Yes. And this particular gentleman, this Rich Wistocki, mm-hmm. who we had a chance to talk to, um, he's talked about... Uh, every, he's going to talk about the cyber incidents, but he also does the school shooting uh, preparedness. Uh, and he has a way, he says, that he can stop it within X amount of time. Mm-hmm. And some of this is being implemented, and you're seeing it in other schools across the nation. Yes, uh, and there, there's processes, and I won't get into the, the details of the processes, but there's tools, techniques, and processes that we have available to us uh, if we do have some type of cyber incident, like uh, a threat that gets made. Uh, you know, we can determine uh, who that person is, where they're at, uh, what they're using to uh, to make that threat, whether it be their cell phone, whether it be uh, via the internet, um, everything. And uh, we're, we're able to bring those cases to a resolution. And I, you know, I think, uh, and he touches on this, I believe, in, in uh, uh, putting the training out, but when it's kind of a three-pronged thing. There's uh, the student, there's the administration, and then there's the parenting aspect of it. And, and that's a big thing. You know, we, we all have given our children cell phones, and you don't really think about what kind of trouble they can get themselves in just having that cell phone, uh, whether they uh, can start doing 
you know, different types of, of cyber events, or they can become a victim of some type of cyber event. And to piggyback on that, um, <clears throat> I had a parent approach me about uh, about this class, and she wants to attend. Her 11-year-old daughter was approached on Roblox um, by a 31-year-old male. What's trying. a Roblox? Roblox is a game. Okay. Uh, it's like a Minecraft, I guess. You build, I stuff. You build mm-hmm. stuff. Mr. Fletcher plays it. Um, <laughs> but no, <laughs> she was approached by a 31-year-old male who's trying to talk to her. So it's 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 there. It's it's here. It's everywhere. Um, so we can't turn a blind eye to this. That's crazy. That's the challenge with the internet. And I think we talked about this the last time. The internet now gives the ability for every bad person or bad bot in the world mm-hmm. potentially exposed to 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 good people if you go look watch rich Wistocki's ted talk it's it's kind of it gets creepy there in a little bit because it shows a guy like it's a mock mm-hmm. uh predator trying to get a hold of a person of a, a person online and it's kind of creepy if you watch it but it's like that's what really happens we you know we've got to open our eyes to this that's what really happens yeah you guys are really taking this serious and making this a very big deal you've spent uh time energy and money on bringing this to our community. Why don't you tell people again when it is, where it's at, and how it's open to anyone with children or is a caregiver or guardian? Sure. Well, the, to the parents, the uh, Monmouth Roseville parents out there, we are going to present on Thursday, October 26th. We're going to present to the junior high kids, uh, Central, um, the high school, and then the high school staff. So all the, the kids from Central, junior high, and high school will all see a, a different presentation by Rich Wostocki. Um, but the night, the big one we really want to push is the Thursday, October 26th. There's a parent, um, we call it Cyber 101, is what he's, Cyber Parenting 101. And that's at 6 p.m. in the Mama Throwsville High School gym. Um, he is going to have uh, free giveaways. He's going to have some software he's going to give away. Uh, but his message he's going to present is going to be super important for, for anybody to come. I, you know, we, we don't care where you come from, what school district. It's not just for Mama Throwsville. It is free of charge for anyone to come in. We'll have tons of seating. I don't know if, if you guys want to add anything else to that. Go ahead, Mr. Fletcher. Yeah, as far as the information, we, we feel like it's important enough to exp- show it to our kids, show it to our parents, and have present and, and have a presentation for them so everyone can be educated about the pitfalls and the predators and the people that are out there who are trying to do bad things. Um, I think it's also important to note that, you know, for, for us to be effective, you know, we kind of follow the adage and, or talk to kids about the adage, if you see something, say something. You know, you have to be. You have to communicate with us, whether it's a, a two in the morning or or what. Ha- what if, if a parent sees something that concerns them, say something to us. We encourage our kids. If you see something, say something, because we're only as good as the information that we receive and is provided to us, so we can start the the investigation or start doing what we need to do to try to keep kids safe. Even if you don't think it's a very big deal, just let us know about it. You know, let let Chief Schweitzer or police department or school district know about it. Um, one other thing too, Rich wants Rich Wostocki, the Thursday night presentation. He said to bring your student's device or your child's device with you to school, or to yeah to the school. Um, he can help you get into their device and see what they're really looking at and what's really going on. The other thing he promotes, and this is something we've done with I've done with my stepdaughters, her phone is not with her during the night in the bedroom. It stays out kitchen counter gets charged all night um they can't they shouldn't take their phones to bed with them and that, that's a good idea um you know we your kids take their phone in they go and go to bed and you know four hours later they're still on their phone mm-hmm. uh some may be getting caught in 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 some of this 
uh, cyber uh, activity, uh, whether they're on the victim end or, or they see something that's going on out there, um, but they have a lot of idle time um, to do that. and uh, Unsupervised idle time. Unsu- unsupervised right. idle time, yes. And, uh, you know, that I think it's going to open uh, some eyes on, on parents that, you know, here's your cell phone, kids. Your kids got to have cell phones, obviously. Okay. Um, but you, you can't just give it to them. There's some controls that you need to put in place over sure. the cell phone. Sure. Well, and, and nothing good happens after 10 p.m. anyway. At least that's what we were all told growing up. Right. Uh, right. And, and they meant when we were out and about. Well, now... <laughs> Same thing. Nothing good happens after 10 p.m. on your phone, right? Right. 100%. One of the biggest things, and I think Mr. Fletcher touched on it, if you see something, say something. Uh, but some of these uh, uh, teenagers, younger kids, um, they may have gotten themselves into some situation, and they may be afraid to say something. Uh, they may be, there may be a threat there uh, about saying something. And, you know, that's one of the things hopefully can get – across to the students is you don't have to be that victim you don't have to be that person caught up into it you've got to say something and uh the night of of the uh the talk when uh, detective wastaki is going to be there uh we will have police officers there because normally he says after he gives these presentations to parents there are some complaints that come in uh that haven't been reported or a parent just found out about so I bet. we will have uh several police officers there that can take the in- initial information and then we can hand it off to our investigative team and let them go to work on yeah, that sure. too so sextortion is the term that he used mm-hmm. and i didn't know that until i until mm-hmm. i got into this but what that's is like sextortion for sextortion parents? is um so a, a guy and a girl may be dating and um or a guy may be thinking hey it may be a predator behind the scenes that says it sends a fake picture says send me a picture of you and the girl sends a picture and he's like okay i want this done i'm going to extort you now either you have to send me pics whenever i want or i'm going to put the i'm going to blast this on social media or send it to all your students at your school or something stuff like that so it's it's scary rich was will not hold punches either just mm-hmm. give everyone a heads up he, he's going to tell you like it is yeah, he's a former detective uh, with all of this experience in mm-hmm. in child sexual predator. Um, that's his background at Naperville. Yeah, yep. He's he's so sextortion. Mm-hmm. What else are we we trying to prepare parents and students for? What what are the other crimes that are being committed, uh, Mister Ewing? That, that why you wanted to bring uh, him here? C- Cyberbullying is another one. Um, the risks of um, posting online. You know, once it's out there, it's out there. Um, He's going to talk about. He's going to give some monitoring software away and explain what monitoring software might be beneficial for parents. Um, just some stuff like that. He's got a lot of stuff he's going to talk. Um, you can find his TED Talk. Just just um, type in Rich Wistocki TED Talk and you can see and he'll he'll explain some other things. There, uh, there's other aspects to mm-hmm. tag team on that is the swatting aspect of it, uh, the bomb threats, uh, the active shooter uh, or active mass uh, incident. Uh, People that are out there doing this, um, we do have the tools to, to locate them. Good. Um, and normally, um, and I think most of the recent years incidents, the the offender has posted something on some type of social media prior to uh, people have known about it, or he's told people about it, and um, 
you know, those could have been prevented, I think, had someone said something. Le- leakage is the term he used. Leakage. And I so leakage yeah. is another term. And I'm not that familiar with all this stuff, but I'm learning as, as we go. But leakage is something that, that he, he's, he also has said he's stopped over 40, last I heard, mm-hmm. 40 school shootings. Yeah. Just by tracking this down. And, and that's the term leakage is that person that's planning this event, they've posted something on some type of social media uh, about what they're going to do, where they're going to do it, and and that's where the term leakage comes. Is that information has leaked out there now, and it's available. Someone's seen it uh, or knows about it, and they've got to get to the authorities. Yeah. When see they have see something, say something. Yeah. Just like both these gentlemen said. So a lot of times, uh, what you hear is, and you're absolutely right. It, the news will come out and say they put it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they've even live streamed it at first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you sit back common sense-wise and go, why didn't the social media company do something? Why didn't why don't they have a bot inherently that can push to the Monmouth Police Department that person? Now, there's billions of people on these different mm-hmm. social media platforms. Um, but you, those, a lot of people stop reading certain people's posts because it's always wild and wooly that way. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't know to take it serious because they're always posting stuff that's, that, that seems out there. Right. And, and so that's what you're saying. People should, no matter what, still go ahead and report yeah, it. Yeah, if, you, if you, you see something, say something. It's, okay. That, you know, that's what you need to do. The, it, it, I'm fairly certain that they could probably provide, meaning social media companies, provide information. If I can go on Amazon and look at something, and then 30 seconds later I see an ad for what I just looked at on some other website, Bingo. I'm certain there's an algorithm that can send that information to us. They choose not to. But they also choose to have these notifications go off and kids get, get addicted to the, the notifications, the sounding, the, the buzzing, the, the beeps, and, you know, all those things. And so this, this is why this is so important for parents to get involved and not just say, oh, uh, here's your phone, like Chief Schweitzer said. They have to be actively engaged in what their kid is doing and looking at and watching. And I would suggest getting passwords, logging in randomly to to their to their snapchat to instagram to whatever as a parent i know my wife and i did that with my kids Mm -hmm. you know it's about it's it's a new day and age where we didn't have that as kids but you you know i didn't let my kids cut grass without showing them how to start the lawnmower how to check the oil how to sharpen the blades i certainly wouldn't kids are sharpening blades yeah wow with a file (laughs) 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 we didn't have anything that operated too fast but then, but then we take a phone and we go, oh, here you go. Exactly. You know, we, you know, they. If if the expectation is, you know, being a competent user of something, train them, show them how to do it, show them it's cyber it's cyberspace for a reason because all the person. Well, I always used to say, right click, save as. It's there forever. Yeah, and it's a device. It's not even a phone. If we really get down to it, we think it's a phone because old people like us still call each other. But in actuality, it's a it's a computer. You have access to anything in that's out there, just with that device. You have yeah. access to anything. And they are so addicted to to Snapchat. If I want to get a hold of my daughter, I have to send her a Snapchat because mm-hmm. she barely reads texts. Mm-hmm. It drives me insane. Wow, that's how it's bad. And a lot of kids with a lot of these platforms, there is an age limit or restriction. You have to be Thir- X thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. and you know how many kids are out there that are ten nine years old that are on these uh, social media platforms. And I'm glad you said that because he makes a point in one of his presentations where kids have to be 13. Well, they lie about their age on there and they don't want to do the math. So they say they're, um, 
they were born in 2000. So they're, they're, they're look, they look, it looks like they're 23 on Snapchat. Yeah, that so, happened to a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, their daughter got on TikTok. Don't know how, but, uh, and not, didn't even have a phone, just was on their, someone else's device. Uh, I think it was a um, tablet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's already logged in as a parent who yeah. is over sure. 13. And, so, and that's what that bad actor out there yeah. sees is they see that 23 year old that's on TikTok, you know, TikTok and it's a, or it's a nine year old. Yeah. Who's doing nothing but recording herself doing dances mm-hmm. like a kid would do. Which can mm-hmm. lead into worse things like and we discussed about earlier. Yeah, yeah. some bad guy mm-hmm. started to try to chat her up. And what scares you is, is it a sex trafficking ring? What What mm-hmm. is it? Right. And you know, a nine-year-old doesn't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. But again, they picked up a tablet that was already <clears throat> registered. Thus, you know, and TikTok was on that tablet. So be careful, folks. Fortunately, everything that these bad actors do, they, there's once you do it on on uh, social media or the internet or anything like that, there's a footprint that's left. Yeah. And uh, we, using the tools and the techniques uh, that Detective Wistocki will talk about, uh, that most uh, law enforcement agencies, investigators know about, we can track that those footprints down and and lead it to that person. The average predator has over 250 victims is, is a stat that he'll, he'll give you as well. So, again, you see something, say something. Don't think, you know, you don't think, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this. You've got to, kids have got to go and, and talk to their parents about this stuff. Absolutely, because we can't shut the Internet off and go back to horse and buggy. That'd be, it'd it'd be, be all nice right some days, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would right. be all right some days, yeah, wouldn't it? Right. I agree. Yeah. Okay, Thursday, October 26th mm-hmm. at Monmouth Roseville High School, free and open to the public. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Okay, thank you all for being here today. You thank bet. you very much. Appreciate it. That is Superintendent Ed Fletcher, Monmouth Police Chief Joe Schweitzer, and Monmouth Roseville High School uh, uh, Principal Jeff Ewing, also the voice of the Titans, on WREM. Let's join our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.